and welcome to Uncomfortable with Jamie Dean Nichol. How's it going everyone today? Um, yes, the first episode of my podcast. I have a wee introduction before, but this is a proper first episode. I'm really excited. Um, yes, and today we have we have guests and all lined up for later in the show. But um, yeah, I just wanted to start off today by introducing my, by myself. I'm Jamie. I study screenwriting with creative writing at Worcester University and currently there right now. And yeah, that's really it. I'm 19, eh? and I don't really know what this podcast is going to be. I think it's just going to like you know form what it forms. You know, just let it go with the flow and see what happens over the next few weeks. And I'm going to interview someone every week. I want to do that because I'm not interested enough to talk by myself for um 45 minutes or whatever. But yeah, um, that's a bit about me. Um, yeah. Uh, I also, like, I seen this article the other day that it was about a conversion therapy and there's just a campaign to stop conversion therapy. And I'm, like, interested as in, why would you want to stop that? No, I'm not. That's horrible. But uh, I'm thinking, that's a terrible joke. This is, everyone's just clicking off my podcast very quickly now, never listening to me again. I'm only joking. Um, yeah, I'm not joking, am I? But anyway, yeah, but to stop conversion therapy. And I think, like, like, I seen the article and I was fucking fascinated to know that it's still a thing somewhere. Like, I know there's places around the world, there's nine countries, I think, where you can still be murdered for being gay. And, um, uh, you know, it's just, it's just wild that that's still a thing. Because you live in this, like, culture now where over, there's still a lot of, obviously, homophobia and there's still a lot of hate. But, you know, um, it's still, like, it, you know we still get to be ourselves to some degree compared to people in them countries. It's like, I heard about, like, I remember watching watching a season of RuPaul and, uh, at the minute and it's, like, season nine and it's talking about, like, what it's like in Russia to be a gay person. These people have to, like, be careful of what they wear. And, you know, like, sometimes I... I'm currently wearing Neil Varnish now and I feel like if I was in Russia right now, I would be fucked walking around in Neil Varnish. A man walking around in Neil Varnish. You know what I mean? It would be... It would be disastrous and it's just not, like... Right, and I, you know, there's a movie Sasha Baron Cohen does Bruno, and he like takes the piss out of you know the whole a uh, conversion therapy thing. He has like an interview with a conversion man, and he was like, this ma this minister or pastor or something is trying to convert him, and he said that he was once had like an inkling that he was gay, and then um it slowly like you know disappeared, and uh, so basically it's just like. And then he thinks that conversion therapy worked for him. Basically, that was the point I'm trying to make. And it's kind of like, um, what, like, what are these people actually on? You know, like, it's just ridiculous. I would love to go through it, though. You know, like, no, I, that's horrible. I don't mean like that. I mean, I would love to watch it. You know what I mean? I would kind of just like, or like, like, like to see their notes, not really go through it. But, you know, like, just to see what they actually think works. I don't, it's obviously horrible for anyone has to go through. But if, like, if you're doing it as a piss take, like Sasha Van Cohen did in Bruno, I think it'd be funny. And, you know, if you have, like, cameras watching you, where you can really take the piss out of these people that think this is actually a thing. And, you know, being gay is apparently wrong to these people. And, you know, like, it, it reminds me of the Westboro Baptist Church that, you know, like, they have a URL on their website that is www.com godhatesfags.com that is a not right you know what I mean like, it's unbelievable that is still allowed to be a thing right now like, you know like these people and I remember watching like our flat has discussed like our uni hall flat has discussed this many times and like um, someone interviewed one of the people in one of the children in Westboro Baptist Church that were holding up a sign that's saying you know like something about like you know being gay is wrong or something like probably a lot worse and um, it was kind of like this. He, I think it was Louis Thoreau, asked this a uh, person, 
um, or the sweet child. Like, do you know what the sign says? And this child had no idea. And they're being raised in this society where they think, or they're being raised in this sweet culture. Like, it's like a, you know, like a, I don't know what the word is, but it's kind of just like they're all locked in this wee thing and they just don't know the outside world. These poor children think it's like, what happened if a child that being raised comes out as gay? You know, like if they, if, or not comes out as gay, but it's gay. Like they, they, there's no way they'd be able to come out and, you know, like tell their parents, they tell their parents, as they're holding up a sign that says gay is not right, they say, oh, by the way, mum, I'm gay. You know what I mean? It's just not like, right, you know what I mean? It, I really don't know. It's just, it's fascinating though. Like, it's fascinating that that is still a thing and it's just like, it really, really, really interests me that, uh, like, conversion therapy is still a thing. Like, I've seen that, as I say, I've seen this article and it was kind of, it's just mind blown that, that they're campaigning somewhere within, like, you know, UK because this, this person I've seen, the, I'll put it up in their story, shared this article and it was from the UK. So it's kind of like, it just brought me, like, it brought me right back down to reality, like I was kind of floating into a wee gay bubble, well above myself, and um, it's kind of just like it's it's amazing, and it's kind of like I remember I did a bit of research after seeing that. I was like, wow, that's actually a really article, and it was kind of just like the you know I did, I I they kind of obviously just want to stop it and stuff, and I read that there is like no valid scientific evidence, like none, that it works. There is like, but yet. But to be fair, there's no scientific evidence that God exists and people sort of run around, you know, you know, reading Bibles and stuff. And, you know, it, like, and that's fine. And that, that's you want to believe, that's perfectly fine. But whenever it's damaging someone, like damaging someone's livelihood, so if you sit down and um, try to convert someone from being gay, um, that is so damaging. The poor people that have to go through that, I, I just feel, I, I'm just so grateful that I have, you know, people who accept me for who I am and friends that I have such a good support group and stuff. It's just like, um, it's, it's just, it's just horrible. That, and like, you know, I was thinking when, when I read that, I was thinking, you know, what about, you know, just for, for these fuckers that are, think that this is actually all right. What about we do it the other way around? What about we make them all gay? We convert them from being straight to being gay. You know, the, the ones that think it's actually all right. We'll see, you know, if we get, you know, we may as well try reverse it. No, I'm only taking the piss, but you know, like, um, and you know just on the, like, the topic of that like homophobia is kind of like still always it's going to be present forever genuinely there's not going to be there's always going to be passed down from generation to generation because you know the older generation think like whenever you know you know they were raised to think that that you know there's you know a lot of the older generation I don't mean every old, old generation everyone in the older generation they were raised to think that there was you know man and wife end of story to have children end of that's it you know and you know it's kind of not. I think that once that mold is broken, and it has been broken, but I just think people need to understand. But what I'm trying to say is that back then they thought it was all that was the way, and they believe that because that's the way they were raised, and it's not their fault. But you know, if they're unwilling to learn, and there's a lot of people that are out there that are so unwilling to learn about, um, you know, the rest of society. Like there's so many gay people out there. The LGBTQ plus community is growing by the day. And it's amazing that it's growing. And there's pride and all now. And it's it, it just so blatantly ignorant to try and ignore that that's a thing. You know what I mean? People think that we're... Like, like some people would genuinely have all gay people locked up in an asylum. That would be a, quite a fucking hefty asylum trying to lock us all up. So it, it just fascinates me. That what I'm, My whole point is that there's these people in society that have this 
theory that you know being gay is a mental illness and they're going to pass that down to their children and their children are going to be raised with that and then their children are going to be raised with that and hope if they don't get educated when they grow up they're going to pass it down to their children and it's going to be a chain a cycle and hopefully after maybe 100 years i will still be alive and hopefully after 100 years there will be no more of this. Hopefully they will all have filtered out and people will become more and more educated. Like, you know, like one of the most successful TV shows at the minute is RuPaul. And as, like, you know, gay person, as a forefront of it, gay producers, so many, so all, like, basically nearly everyone on RuPaul is gay. And it is so popular with the youth society, like us. I, I love it. And there's so many people that watch it. And it's kind of like, it's so good. And I feel like all people who think that gay people aren't, like, like not aren't are ill sorry not aren't are ill should um watch an episode of RuPaul and they will probably probably vomit or something I don't know but uh, I genuinely think that you know they, they just need to be educated so if you're out there and you have a you know a homophobic sort of relative I feel like you should try and educate them because I know from my from my perspective and um, there is I have had homophobic people in my life and I've tried to educate them and now for you know uh, I try to you know, let them know that it's not all right to be like that and try to educate them that, you know, it's not a mental illness and stuff because there has been people who say that in my life. And, you know, in Northern Ireland, from where I come from, it was only, I think it was only last year or two years ago, it's the last two years, I think, that gay marriage became legal, which is wild because I don't know when it was in England, but it was a long, long time before. You know what I mean? It wasn't like 1800, Jesus Christ, but you know what I mean? I'm being very dramatic, but, you know, it's just like that, like, and then, and then I think about, like, in my opinion, when I think about marriage, I think about, you know, I understand, like, people get married, like, in a non, gay people get married in non-religious ceremony, which is fine, but if people want to get married in a religious one, that is pro- I'm not against that, but, um, well, I am against that, because it's, in my, be- in my belief is that, if, why would you want to get married, gay people want to get married in a church, because God doesn't like us, guys. Um, you know, God loves everyone except if you're a uh, gay or like a woman. So uh, that, that cuts out more than half society. Um, so you know that's not true. But um, well, it is true. I, I genuinely believe that um, God. I genuinely God's not even real. So I don't even know what the point is of this sentence. But um, yeah, I'm kind of trying to say that why would you want to get married in a place where it's full of people that you know, full of the belief, you know, Old Testament God hates us. And he was very, you know, misogynistic, I think, in the way he went about things. And I'm kind of wondering, like, eh, what about... Eh, what, what, no, I would get, no, I'm kind of wondering, why would you want to get married in a place like that? I, I genuinely just don't understand it. I, I understand, like, why you want maybe a non-religious ceremony. That's obviously, you know, marriage is like a... Like, well, it's, I don't, but marriage is a, like a religious thing in the first place, but I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I wouldn't get married because, you know, then you have, like, the whole legal side of it. You know what I mean? This is, like, going to turn into, like, a legal podcast now. I will detail all, like, how, how to get you through your divorce because I am definitely having divorcees listening to my fucking podcast. There's not a hope one divorcee is. If any divorcees are listening, please leave me, like, a voicemail. And um, that would be very interesting. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's just fascinating. It really does uh, interest me that there's people out there like that and... You know, um, there's like a lot more representation happening now, which is good for us. You know, the LGBTQ plus a uh, uh, society. You know, it's like we're all getting more and more like 
representation and you know like people there's this whole discussion now that's happening with should straight people be allowed to play gay people in movies because there's like so many examples for example have any of you ever seen boys don't cry it's a movie about a a trans boy who a true story of a trans boy who gets a murdered and it's played by a hillary swank who is a girl and that caused a lot of controversy even though that was out in before the 21st century it was out in the 20th century uh, the 19, 1999 or something like that and it caused a lot of controversy back then so if that happened now that would cause that would, there would be a lot more outrage for that. and I, I feel like in terms of like back then um that movie was a very low budget movie and um it was kind of like if it was to get made now uh, 100% if there was a trans person in the league that would be fine uh, that, that would be it, it would get made but my point is if back then a trans person whenever society wasn't as educated as it is now tried to audition for that role and they accepted that that movie would have bombed like Hilary Swank won her first Oscar for that and um, you know I feel like back then it was just it was just a lot different and like uh, there's other examples I'm trying to think of um, that like trans you know that you know like trans and gay and all people are represented but i'm just going to stick with this one at the minute that you know the boys don't cry and it's kind of like a now like in euphoria there we go i have an example um euphoria there's a trans character jules if anyone's seen euphoria and she is they she 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 i'm trying to get the pronouns right see i'm, I'm struggling everyone makes mistakes um yes she is um played by trans uh, actual trans girl so it makes me very happy that um that happened do you know what i mean and it's kind of like people who you know uh, like get bothered by that it's just i just want to ask i want to ask why like why does like you know it bother you that a trans person's playing a trans person in the show because i've read art and things online regarding euphoria that people are annoyed that a uh, they just they just think that there's just no need for it, and it's just like, and the whole thing about representation, that um there's just no need. Like, why can't a straight person play a gay person? Like, and then you have like examples of like Neil Patrick Harris in Gone Girl. He plays he's a gay person, and he plays a straight person. So like then people are like, oh, can we? What what about that way around? It's not fair if a straight people can't play gay people, but gay people can play straight people. And then I think of it like this that the gay people are in the minority. Whenever gay people get all... They're in the majority, or getting the majority of roles in Hollywood and all these places in London, all these things, you know, in the film industry and in the movie industry, or the TV industry, that is when I think we can maybe have the discussion of uh, why... Or we can have the discussion of uh, maybe gay people can't play straight people. But you know what I mean? It, not now, because gay people have so little roles, I think, now in, in society. I feel like that if they were to not play, you know, someone who is, they do not, you know, their sexual orientation, that is not the sexual orientation, there would be literally very little. There would be like two people on, on television and in the movie who, in movies, who are gay, you know what I mean? So like, for example, It's a Sin. Have you seen It's a Sin or anyone? Um, hey, oh my God, what happened my voice? Uh, but It's a Sin uh, is about like the AIDS a crisis that happened back in the crisis what is the right word pandemic epidemic someone help me there's no one here to help um i wish i had like a producer in the co a producer in the corner to go like um yeah jamie it's this but i don't have that so i'm just gonna the aids i don't know 
epidemic. I don't know why I'm such a disaster. But anyway, about AIDS and about like how it affects affected the life of you know gay people back then and you know there's like, i know the lead role is play the lead uh, character is played by ollie alexander which is the lead singer of years and years and he's gay in real life and that made me really happy that the lead role and i think you know the, the lead role is played by someone that's gay you know and it's about gay people and so like you know it makes me very happy stuff like that and um it was, it was a very very sad show so do not watch that if you're tender or like you're not ready to be emotionally invested because it is horrible because I think anyone that knows AIDS knows it is a fucking killer and it is a horrible, horrible thing that it, like, it just, you know, it's it's not going to be a light watch. I'm trying to warn you now that um, if you, if you, if you could watch this, I would really recommend being in a very good mood. So then your mood can only be, you can be brought down to shitty. So, but if you're in a shit mood and watch this, your mood's going to be beyond help and you're going to need to be checked into the, the mental asylum that uh, people want gay people to go to um <laughs> no oh my god this has been a fucking ramble it's i promise it's not gonna be like this every week anyway and this week's guest is leo Pollen. hello leo how are you doing hello i'm good thanks you're the first guest on the podcast this is very exciting i hope that this this will probably end up being the only podcast ever because i'll <laughs> lose all motivation wow. and i have actually said that in the introduction i was like if i can be bothered to do any more i do hope that i can and you study drama don't you leonardo this is for context for everyone tell the viewers or my viewer is my one friend tell them a little bit about yourself um you st- yes st- study drama i my name is Leo. I study drama and technically drama performance. I think is the official name of it. Official. Um, and yeah, so it's a bit of a piss take of a course to be honest, but it's very good. Like a like a fake course. It doesn't feel like I'm actually doing anything. I'm just like titting about for like a few hours a week. But yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, what else do I do? I do drawing and shit. Drawing, <laughs> yes. And the cover art for this. Yes. Uh, the uncomfortable is demonic. Here we are. Um, and that that it was done by Leo. So yes. artsy and You're very welcome. grateful. Yes. <laughs> very grateful, genuinely. Thank you so much. Um so one thing you did not tell the viewers is that you're from Wales. I am. But you, you probably cannot tell from the accent. That is a we I have a note here to talk about accents here. <laughs> no accents and from Barry I have written down. I know, I'm everyone says I have no Welsh accent or is disappointed in my accent. I'm disappointed in my accent because I thought when I was gonna come here everyone's gonna be like, Oh yeah, so like Welshy and stuff but there, there's just too many there's another Welsh person to compare mm-hmm. yourself I'm, with. Yeah, overshadowed. <laughs> Extremely overshadowed. And, um, yeah, from Barry, then, that's uh, inf- infamous for Gavin Stacey. Yes, yeah. good old Gabby Stacey. And uh, I do know that you watch Gavin Stacey, but it's me. It's oh, exposing me. Now. I'm exposing you, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, no, I. it's good. I've seen all of it because I feel like obligated to as, yeah, a, obligated. as a Barry, Barryan. But, um, yeah, it's okay. It's perfectly good, perfectly watchable. Yes, well, um, I only watched a few episodes and not the biggest fan, but I just think it's the most original show and I just would rather spend my time, I don't know, making a podcast. That's fair. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like your accent could be, I, I would love to see if what other people think, because I know obviously you're from Wales, because it's one of the first sentences you said to me and you've kind of said you're from Wales now, but um, just like would like to see what people actually would think you're, where you're from based on, yeah. it, without saying, you know, one of your Welsh terms. Like, My Welsh terms. What is that one that I, you, you said? There was one that you, like one word that you say that 
literally so I say years, which that you know, is years a, car park is yeah, very, uh, definitely years, and that's years. Northern Irish years. <laughs> no one's probably if anyone is listening from anywhere else besides Northern Ireland, they're not gonna have a notion of what I'm saying. It's gonna be this noise talking, this <laughs> this noise for forty five minutes. Um, but yeah, uh, so you're fake Welsh. That's what I wrote down here. Yeah, definitely <laughs> writ down. That's good. Uh, doing screenwriting as a course, and I wrote said the word writ. Um, yeah. But uh, what was I going to say? Then I also have written down here that, like, uh, being from, you know, Welsh, and I feel like the, the way you definitely had a stronger accent before. Yes. Like, I'll be on the phone to, like, my friends and stuff. I'll just leave my family and, like, I can tell their accent now. Whereas before it was just, like, I couldn't. Like, when I was with them and stuff, I was like, yeah, before I come to uni, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get there. And everyone's going to be like, wow, you sound, like, so Welsh and stuff. And then... <laughs> I got here and everyone was like, no, no, no accent at all. But then, yeah, when I'm on the phone to my friends now, I can hear them all being like proper Barry. Yeah, and yeah. definitely like when I'm on the phone to my family, I definitely talk quicker <laughs> and like speak no more than no Irish. And it's just like... Um, there is no chance of me eavesdropping one of your conversations because <laughs> it's just noise. <laughs> it definitely is. So, But just speaking of that, though, like it's kind of like... you. De- so do you think your accent was stronger before you came here? Yes. And then now you've, you've been like around other people, that's what you say. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just thinking that, that kind of is kind of a nice transition to my next one, which is uh, phases. And like everyone goes through phases. And I think oh, that like, you've definitely had some phases. <laughs> um, <laughs> name some of the phases. Oh, God. Because I know uh, us were flatmates, obviously, and we had an emo night the other night. And it was like we all just up emo. I set up my black nail shop right now. Um, and it was kind of like you definitely had an emo phase. Oh, yeah. Talk us through that. I- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, I've definitely had many of phases, to be honest. The Just all of school is just painful. Like, the Snapchat memories, they hurt me <laughs> so much. Like, every day I wake up and I get hate-crimed, like, by myself. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah, the, the emo You phase, see that we read the, Dot at the bottom, yeah. like, oh, here we go again! <laughs> um, yeah, the emo phase, the, uh, the steampunk, which was the thing. What is that? I, like, I thought it was. I have skater phase. Oh god, yeah. Well, is that another phase? Is part of steampunk? Not part of steampunk. That's kind. Of, I'm still kind of in the skater phase. Okay. Well, you do have a skateboard exactly. road about the flat, so. Uh huh. Um, we're coming to the end of this. No, I don't think we're coming to the end of the skater phase. We're in the depth of the skater phase. Right. I think, at the, moment. the depth. Uh huh. Okay. You get a, you get a skateboard delivered, and that is literally <laughs> it. You... I haven't actually gone out on it yet. <laughs> no. Um, but what was that one? Steam. Steampunk. Punk. Go on. Define it's, that. It's like Collins Dictionary says. (laughs) It's kind of like if you mix like Victorian like aesthetic with like (laughs) with like uh, like cogs and shit and like (laughs) really yeah. But what what I've not seen evidence of that. Yeah, no. (laughs) That's been hidden, buried. (laughs) Like I've. Yeah, I've got, like, a top hat with, like, a feather on it and, like, cogs and stuff. <laughs> and where the hell are you running about with, like, you run about uh, town like that? Yeah. Here comes the local weirdo. Seriously, you actually going into shops and stuff with them? Yeah. Not, well, I didn't a wear the top hat outside. Hat. I didn't wear that outside because I knew, but I've got, like, I've got goggles. I've got, like, gold, like... <laughs> What? I've got like gold chunky like goggle things. Oh my word! I can't believe I knew this. Yeah, and then there's like I've got like a necklace that's like a like a dragonfly made out of all like cogs and things. Well, that sounds pretty interesting. It I think is, a necklace but... sounds interesting, but the rest of it, no, no judgment, but just like <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's none. Not until I see the photo. Oh god! I need to see the evidence, and then that'll be the that'll be the thumbnail for this week's yeah. podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you when the Snapchat memory comes around. Oh god! Yeah. How many years ago was that? 
Like whenever you see what are these oh memories? God. What is this mo- like traumatic year? Like what year was it? Because you're saying like you know three years ago or anything from just like my year eight to year ten is just like rough. So yeah. I don't know what that is for you in women. Yeah, Northern Ireland is just a year different. Yeah, year different. But that is yeah. I also have down here. So you've been you steampunk mm-hmm. in the midst of a skater phase. You had yep. emo phase. Yep. Christian phase. Yep. <laughs> That was a long one. Yeah. So what? What involved? That was proper, like committed, that, believing in the Lord, oh, all yeah, that. Yeah, that was proper church every Sunday, like all the like extracurricular shit, like on a Saturday, going down and helping with like the church garden. Mm. Um, and then like if someone said, "Oh my God," I would literally be like, "Gosh." Oh, right. Correct. Yeah, oh God. Uh, oh God. I'm saying mine. I like, but yes. Uh, that was that was a phase, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking that like. Uh, how, how long that one lasted a long time oh yeah that was like from being a child to like year eight and when did like because i now you're atheist yes and when did the first uh, inkling of I don't know. god's not real it was probably from like um yeah like secondary school and shit like first year of secondary school i was still like in like the midst of it all, I was still yeah. like, yeah. And you still believed it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, year eight happened, and I was like, hmm. Well, I'm going to think about other things, like what is my like, I don't know, sexual orientation and stuff like that. And I was just thinking about that kind of thing. And then I was like, considering the amount of time that I was like spending in church and stuff, and I was like, do I actually believe in this stuff, or have I but just kind of looked at it as like stories? Because it's always like Bible stories rather than like truths i guess yeah, and then i considered yeah. it and i was like you know what i really can't be asked anymore mm. <laughs> and yeah. then it all just kind of fell apart <laughs> yeah well the, the only the re- like the reason that like i'm atheist too and i think that the real reason that i am is because you know you have that story of knowing the ark mm. and you have uh, you know they all went into it too that's already um, but, but that could happen <laughs> but right they all get in and then i'm thinking like um <laughs> right they all get in 40 days, 40 nights, rains. The uh-huh. whole world covered in water, everyone drowns. Is that, that, that's what it says. Yeah. Isn't it? Like the whole thing. Something like that. Uh, yeah. And then, right, so the day 40's over, you know, uh, who built the art? Noah built no. the art. He's like ready, you know, he's like tired of being isolated, you know. <laughs> it's kind of relatable. It's like now uh, in lockdown or whatever, but he's like, you know, tired to get out of the, he wants to get out of the house, him and the wife get, had a couple of rows. <laughs> him and the wife. Yeah, there was a wife, there was a wife, yeah, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> there was a wife. They're all married back then. But no, he comes out, opens the door, and um, he, like he, the way it was told, the rainbow just appeared. Yep. And like, but where did the water go? If the water covered the entire <laughs> world, I remember Carl Pilkington saying it drifted off. <laughs> just a giant and plug it, hole. Yeah, like it was just you know, come on. But he did part the water, and also he could have just lifted it. I don't know what he done, but you know, <laughs> that that would just made me doubt it. And I, I, you know, it's I have respect for people who have. Faith. People oh, that yeah. don't shove it down people, other people's throat and just, you know, they have so much commitment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good thing. And I was also, I was talking about in the previous section about uh, the Westboro Baptist Church mm-hmm. and the way their um, uh, URL is www.godhatesfags.org wow. or something or .net or something. And I thought that well, that was interesting to talk about that because um, there's like, you are also a gay man. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I and uh, I know that you identify as non-binary, which is very exciting. And I'm very honoured to have a friend that's non-binary. And being friends with you has really genuinely helped me understand the whole Yay. experience. And I also want to, I want to talk about, like, because um, people out there like genuinely don't have non-binary friends. And I would like uh-huh. to say, 
Uh, like, you know, the transition period from going from your previous pronouns to these. Mm-hmm. Quite a transition. Quite a transition. Because now you go as they, and, like, uh, just talk about that, though. Like, is it, like, was it, uh, how did you, like, feel having to say it? Like, you know, it's kind of like, excuse me, yeah, you say they. You know, you don't want to <laughs> yeah. be rude, you don't want to be, like, a Karen. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of... Yeah, it, it, it was hell. Like, just because, just like, I'm already, like, an anxious person and stuff. So having, like, this extra thing to then have to be, like, I can't just introduce myself as, like just like my name or whatever and have people just accept it and just automatically know because the automatic isn't like to look at someone and be like oh they must go by they them pronouns so you have to like yeah i have to go out of my way to be like by the way can you refer to me as this and i know it's like people have to make such a like a conscious like effort at like the beginning and stuff to you know and like i appreciate that obviously because like it's just very helpful and i appreciate the effort so like when people do like get it wrong whatever i'm like you know what it's fine but just like yeah having to say it in the first place it's quite uh, an experience <laughs> I, I would say so yeah no it definitely would be just because it's it, it i just don't know how you would go like when you didn't we went about it with me because i genuinely <laughs> asked but you know like if you're not getting asked yeah how would you go about it without sounding like a shit you know what i mean it's yeah. kind of just like not like you know it's just not like you know just whiny you're just like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like oh, excuse me please yeah. you know what i mean but yeah like yeah you, you have told a lot of people and has there been a story you can tell us that like has been the worst <laughs> Or the best. Honestly, I don't know because at no, at no point have I like, other than with you, to be honest, at no point have I been like, hi. So yeah, these are my like pronouns and mm. stuff because I you helped me a lot at the start of uni. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when you were just basically like went around and just kind of helped. <laughs> yes, untold. I kind of spread it. Like yeah. I, I am a gossip, but this was good gossip. Good gossip. This was allowed because uh, it meant that I literally I just told you and then you just sorted the rest out <laughs> yeah. for me. Um, but I guess the only other situations where I've really had to do that has been like, uh, like when I've just like come out to people just at like the start and stuff. Like I had to come out to some of my like my friends back at home and things. But even then, I did it over like messages to try and like, <laughs> you know, lessen the, the yeah. human interaction behind it. But I mean, but all of my friends, like all the people that I've told, have been all like supportive and shit. So yeah. and I've had no intentional, you know. Yeah, and you have like a very like you know we have a supportive family and stuff and it's yeah. kind of like a, i have a good little support group going on definitely it's really good to have that and i feel sorry for the people that don't have that yeah. you know what i mean like we're, we're, we're lucky to have that and it's kind of like the the whole thing of common art is such it's so big and i hope someday that mm-hmm. it just is not even a thing you know what yeah. i mean i hope that it's just like you just just if they want to say it they can say it. you know just no no nothing to do with anyone else i yeah. don't know what i'm trying to say here but i'm saying you're Comment on story is quite an interesting one. If you don't mind sharing, it's okay if you don't want to share. No, no, it's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's fine. It's just because it's very exciting. It's very exciting developments in our uni hall here. Within like the last what week? Yeah, the week. So you, you go. With uh, it. Yeah. Okay. So um, coming to uni and stuff like that, I uh, I wasn't out to like any of my family or anything like that, or most of the people back home. And then I came to uni and I was like, I'm just gonna like come out as I come to uni. So I did all that. So then I had the issue of not being out to like my parents and like my family back home, but then I was in uni. So it was kind of that awkward, like transitional uh, phase between yeah being home and then being in uni and having to kind of literally like Spider-Man it, double life type <laughs> situation. But um, yeah, and then basically with help from you again the consistent like pandering i have paid leo to say this every time anyone comes to this podcast they're gonna have to say i've helped them everything in life with everything every problem um but basically wanting to come up because i wanted to come up before christmas and then or at least over christmas because i was like i'll do that i'll go home i'll talk to them because it's only a few weeks and i'll come back to uni and it'll be great and then 
I chickened out of that, and uh, it, Christmas was a bit of a mess anyway because of the whole like COVID situations anyway, which I am using it as an excuse, but I stand by that. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, so I have to do it before I go home at Easter because otherwise it's going to be shit. Yeah. Um, and so I tried to talk to my mum about it, and it was a bit awkward, but that's fine. And I kind of like dropped it. I was like, you know what? It's fine. We'll just we'll do another attempt later down the line. And then yeah, a few days later, my uh, my dad sent me a message, basically <laughs> being like. Uh, so the census is coming around. If you felt strongly about any, you know, any tick boxes, anything you want to say, you know, anything like if you want to be like an androgynous like Jedi or something, <laughs> if you feel like it, do let me know. And I was like, all right. So I was just sat there and I was like, fuck it. I'm just here we go. Yeah. And I just sent him a paragraph. He was basically asking like, if you want to come out to me right now, you can. So I just sent him a paragraph, basically being like, this is the the situ. This is how it is. There you go. Thank you very much. And he was like. Yep, no problem, all good. And then went on a complete tangent about like the clangers or something. Just so didn't give a shit. Exactly. Amazing. No, like that is such a good story though. <laughs> yeah. Like in years to come you can say I literally came out through a census. <laughs> like yeah. like the census is a good thing, you know, doing geography and all I just know that it's like mm-hmm. an important thing to help like, you know, the every like it just helps so many things but Helped you. Like, what the thought it would help the gays? Exactly. S- census helped the gays. This is prom- paid promotion for the census. <laughs> Um, yes, I also have another thing I want to mention is that okay. something that uh, bothers me living with you, which oh, is your no. fears. <laughs> um, Leo has a fear of shotting, the dark, horror movies, human interaction, and dogs that bark. Human interaction is so funny. Dogs that bark. Remember the time we were walking on a yeah. dog, one dog bark. It was, to be fair, it was late at night, and it's fine. No, I just want to say the shotting one. That has been I'm conquered. Over that now. Exactly. Yeah, but. If you explain, I've talked so much, I would like you to explain what your fear was of shotting. Well, so... Shotting like a drink now, everyone, just to be yeah. clarified. <laughs> I just couldn't. Like, I tried to do a shot of water once, and I almost died. I, well, that, not to be dramatic. But yeah, uh, I, I choked, and then my friends took the piss out of me, and then whenever I've tried to do a shot... I don't know this. No? I did not know that, that you nearly died that one time. Well, no, I, well, I was just... No, 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 no. But I didn't even know you choked. I didn't yeah. know that was a came from. Uh-huh. Because I was like... I, as it, I was lying down, so that probably didn't help. But I was like... Do a shot lying down. <laughs> yeah. I was lying on my friend's so bed. So stupid. And he was like, oh, do a shot of water, because he's so edgy. And then I did it, and then I, ch- I choked. Uh, but the, the, the issue with the shot isn't like what the... Con- well, obviously the content doesn't help. If it's like vodka or something, yeah. you're like... Ugh. But, you know, a... It was the fact that you couldn't, you were afraid to like... Because I was choked and then I was like, I, I was like choking, it was gross. And I have fear of throwing up. Yes. And then that kind of... I forgot to write that one. There we fear go. of throwing up, add that to the list. <laughs> That's, yeah, so that kind of put me off. And then because I couldn't do it like that time, I've just kind of sipped my shots. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I do remember going on a night out with Leo and uh, we were in like this gay bar and it was interesting and it was fun and then like everyone like said right let's get around the shots and we got around the shots and then everyone like grabbed everyone cheers and it was a whole like you know snapchats you know as you do the lights were flashing <laughs> all music like bitch but i have my money brianna was playing and we all cheers and uh, everyone shouted and then we all just looked at leo and it was like leo like, literally <laughs> took a dribble out it was like no 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 but it's fine and the, the, the fear of throwing up i get it but you conquered it we I, we had there was a night in the kitchen it was like a middle yeah. of the week and i was just i, I was just like the discussion came up and yeah. then you decided you did it like you got annoyed at me and so <laughs> yes i got annoyed and i was like you know let, let, let's just try and then you did it mm-hmm. yeah 
and then it was a lot of I, just, I drank a lot of water through shots so yeah I, I know but like if you think about it as in like a water bottle yeah we're not even gonna get it um yeah but the the dark yes that was the other thing i was the gonna dark. say the dark you're afraid of the dark a lot of people are afraid of the dark but i don't think anyone takes to the extreme of having five lamps in the fucking room like so you have the big light you know like the light that attaches to the ceiling you yep. explain please because i don't okay. know oh. i have the normal like ceiling light with like the switch on the wall one yep i have a lamp that i brought with me that's two one. i have a pac-man lamp that's like rainbow colors three um i also i have my phone torch which i use four and i have a fuck ton of like little tea lights that i didn't bring <laughs> but those as well <laughs> five holy good fuck oh my god like that is extreme and then explain your like nighttime ritual then of turn out the lights i'm not as bad now but you but explain it what it was like before okay. just to, to give them understanding of my, so i'm not being so like i'd have to ass. Turn on basically all of the lights. So my main like light, the Pac-Man light, the lamp, and my phone torch on form. Uh, I'd have it all like my phone torch literally like facing up towards like the ceiling, so like the whole ceiling was there. Then I turn off uh, the main light, and then I turn off the lamp, and then I'd put the brightness down on the the phone torch like gradually, mm-hmm. and then eventually I'd turn off the Pac-Man light because that's the least like. <laughs> Like, that's just so much effort. Like, I, I, I don't know. It had to be done. It had to be done. You were scared. But what, are you scared of what? If you check, like, I understand, like, people are scared of the dark. I understand, like, but if you're in a locked room and you check around it before you go to sleep, check under the bed, do all that if you have to, I don't understand what I you're going to be scared of. I can't help my... No, no, but I'm just wondering, what are you actually afraid of? You afraid... I don't know. What do you think is in the corner of the room? Like, whenever that's you the problem. In... I don't know what could be in the corner of the room. You don't have, like, something like a doll or something? Like, no. that would, what would be the worst thing to have in the corner of the room? I don't know. Literally anything. Anything, but it's the not... Anything. Winnie the Pooh. Ready to say hello and eat some honey. Have a good time. No, but it's the not knowing. (laughs) It's the not knowing what it is, I think, rather than... But you're not like the one to hide under your covers. No. Never. No. I'll just... Right. Well... Right. Right. (laughs) Okay, and we're back. And it's time for some uncomfortable questions, Leo. Are you ready? No. No. (laughs) Yes, this is a couple of uncomfortable questions. You take your time, answer whenever you want. Uh, But before we do, I have an oath written. Right. So repeat after me. (laughs) I put your hand on my nipple. No. I do solemnly swear. I do solemnly swear. To try and answer. To try and answer. These questions honestly. These questions honestly. And I will, to the best of my ability. And I will, to the best of my ability. Be uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable. Okay, let's get right in. Thoughts on anal sex. <laughs> Great start. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's fine. You know, you know how it is. It's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll go one night stands. Yeah. Again, whatever floats your goat. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Floats your what? <laughs> floats your goat. Floats your goat. Floats your goat. It's not your boat. <laughs> Goats don't float. <laughs> you know. Okay. 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 Um, and would you partake in a one night stand? Yeah. You would, yeah. And there'd be no and what and no judgment for anyone. Obviously, you're no. gonna do. But what do you think about people that say they're they're like horrible? Like why would people do that? So you I know, mean, why? If 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 they know that that's not for them and stuff, then I like support that. Like I appreciate when people like know what they like, you know, what they want, what they'd vibe with, what they wouldn't. Like fair enough. But at the same time, I don't think it's really that deep. You know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's a good answer. Um. 
Hey, who do you dislike the most in society? In society? In society in general, anywhere. Um, God. That's a hard <laughs> question, to be fair. And I genuinely, if I got asked that question right now, I would like any... Thing I would any like time to prepare. I wouldn't really have a notion. I would pr- it, likely be Donald Trump. Yeah, that was where my brain went first. But at the same time, I know he's still like kicking about, but he's kind of out of the picture a bit more now. So. Which is very good. Which is very good. Yes. Yes. Um. But yeah, I just just politicians. But then again, at the same time, you can do the whole like yeah, but they're just doing their job. But it's like yeah, you know, all yeah. a bit shit. Well, that's a good. So we're going with Donald Trump. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't think of anything else. Um. <laughs> What do you like most about your personality? Oh, God. <laughs> yes, you have, to, you have to blow your own trumpet oh, here. No. I'm sorry. I can't change it to, like, least. <laughs> no, but I want to go most. I want to say positive and then you can have a least. Uh, yeah. Do you feel uncomfortable? That's yes. the point. Good. Uh-huh. Congratulations. What do you like most? What, what is it? It's definitely not the accent. <laughs> um, do I like them? Wow, this is bad. I'm having to think so much. Yeah. Um... Um, my willingness to do things, I think, in regards to, like, drama and stuff, I think. So, like, yeah, my my willingness to be stupid, I think. Yeah, so not doing a degree, like, a business degree or something that, yeah. you know, like, it um, definitely yeah. will ensure a job. Uh-huh. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like, the fact that, like, I've committed to doing, like, drama and stuff and I know that's something I like and it's just, like, a nice little fun thing and yeah I can go to lectures and be an absolute dick and it's fine like because like, everyone's being a dick and it's good yeah yes yeah, so that is good um if you could uh, have a wish right now what would it be one wish one wish um right now um <laughs> god it is hard to think of answers I'm sorry Jesus Christ probably just something really stupid just like 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 some a really good coffee <laughs> okay, well, that, that's fair enough. I, I genuinely thought you we were going to say a pop tart. Oh, that would be good. Oh, right. Okay, well, that, I really nice with that. Um, do you have a hairy asshole? No. <laughs> Move on. Okay. Um, biggest sexual fear. Sexual fear. Yeah, biggest sexual fear. So, like, if you were, you know, uh-huh. and what would be the, the the biggest fear you would have about having sex, basically? I don't know. Um, I guess hmm. making the other person uncomfortable. I think is probably okay. there. That, you go. That, that's a good answer. And why is that then? Like, I well, don't know. Just, you, you want everyone else. You want the person to be chill. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, what have we got here? What, what, what would you be down for a threesome? Not that as an invite, <laughs> but I'm just wondering. This is what I've got written down. Um, yeah. 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 But would you like to be a person you do know, don't know? Oh, God. Um. Because that's always the big question. Uh-huh. Like, you know, if, if the person you do know or you don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I think I, it would be, like, situational, obviously. But, I mean, yeah, if the if the, <laughs> the opportunity arose, mm. I don't know. I, I'd, it would be considered. It would, it's not a straight up, like, no, would never do that. So. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And this next segment is going to be called... The Peter quote. Oh, wow. Um, we have a platmate called Peter, and he has agreed to let us uh, recite some of his quotes on the podcast. Um, he has some infamous quotes that uh, he says all the time. I have a whole list, and every week I'm going to like say them and then dissect them. <laughs> so the one I have for this week, uh, let me try to find it, is I've got a picture in my brain. Do you want me to print it? <laughs> 
Right. So we're just going to crack this down every second. We're just going to think. Right. So do you, so he was the context for this. It's kind of annoying that we know context because I I kind of think that's amazing without context. And um, the context was that we're just sitting in the kitchen and basically we're talking about. I don't know, we're talking about images or something, we're talking something. about like Photoshop or something, and he said, I have a picture in my head, would you like me to print it? So, like, I, and then I obviously uh, proceeded to make, like, a little joke saying, right, we'll take you over to the library and stick a memory stick up your ass and connect it to the printer. You know what I mean? It's just kind it's, of like, how? how? Like, yeah. you know, so, you know, everyone has, a, like, everyone has pictures in their brain. I actually remember one time doing this, like, quiz where you were able to, with my friends at home, that uh, you were able to tell if, like, how clear your the images in your heads were. You could see, like, because mm-hmm. people have, like, whenever you, if you, like, picture something in your head right now, like an apple or something, right. you could, the way you form it in your head is everyone does it differently. Some people have a really fuzzy image. Some people Ooh. have a really clear image. It's really interesting how, you know, uh, like, you see it. And basically, I'm kind of think, thinking, I don't know why I'm saying this. What like, is this I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm talking about normal things, the things that actually make sense, but Peter actually wants to print an image in his head. Would that be actually interesting, though? Yeah. Like, genuinely, if you could print, well, to be fair, like, you know, if you had, like, a, you know, a thought bubble come out of your head and everyone could see what image in your head, I think it'd be very disturbing. But, I mean, yeah. if you could, you know, control it. That's like a Black Mirror episode, I feel God. like. I know you haven't seen Black Mirror, but... Um, it's like my episode where you can print your thought. Like, what what would be printed from you, Leo? What, no, what, no. What? Yes, <laughs> no. Yes. I'll, well, come on. You can only think of something. I don't know. A lot of... The arty stuff, though. That no, might help. Yeah. Oh, that would be actually really useful. Yeah. Because, like, you have an initial thought, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then... And then ideas and stuff. And then you can, like, yeah, visualise it easier and explain it easier without having to come up with a lot of shite. Yeah, but... definitely. It, it, it would be... It, it would definitely be interesting. I don't know... If, if I was to do it, I, I think it would be a lot of, like, movie characters and a lot mm-hmm. of things I watch and, like, I don't know, just, like, pictures I've taken over previous things and I don't know. It, it would be interesting, but, like, it's kind of, like, photographic memory, would it be then? Yeah. So then, like, as soon as you get home, if you see, like, something, oh, if you see something happen, you want to, like, keep it, you would, like, quickly home, connect yourself to the printer <laughs> and print it out. Plug yourself in. Yeah, plug yourself in. But that is uh, Peter's quote for this wow. week. This, Brilliant. Uh, yeah. So... Yes, well, Leo, thank you very much for joining me this week. It's been very nice having you, and I'm really glad you're the first person on my podcast, and thank you very much for the cover art again. Thank very you. Great. You're welcome. I'm honoured. 